Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. What seems to be the problem? Fearing for your life? Snap out of it! You act like you've never seen a dead body before! right it's october and you know what that means it's time to get fucking scared it is a cool crisp october 1st morning Uh, yeah you know it even i still woke up sweaty (laughs) yeah it's a hot one (laughs) (laughs) watch october 1st it's raining like oh (laughs) (laughs) buddy i can only hope so (laughs) right yeah uh, but yeah, we are back. They said it couldn't be done the first time, and then the second, and then the third, but we're back for a fourth trip around for 31 days. God, this really is the fourth time, in it? Yeah. We did the original, the redux, the re- return out of the revenge. <laughs> Damn it, what the, what's next year, then? Uh, uh <laughs> Buddy, it might be. <laughs> God damn it. The rebirth. Oh. <laughs> Stick with the R theme. <laughs> That's true, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think if you heard last year, uh, the buddy finally saw Hellraiser. That was last year's, right? Yeah, I I did my a solo one of it the first time, but then the buddy finally. Um, so it was the first Redux for the thirty-one oh, that's days. Right. Uh, even thirty-one days is not immune to Reduxes. Yeah, oh, but also too, don't think we copped out because we still did what three years prior. So we still did. 93 movies before Redux, so that's pretty fucking good. There's only one cop-out that entire month last year, and that was Jason X. Yeah, that I could not fucking finish that David Lynch movie, goddammit. I tried. I got right. halfway through. <laughs> At that point, just commit. Just watch it. I, I but it I got my, fucking weird. I was on my phone. I just I couldn't fucking help it. You can't watch it on your phone. No, 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 I was on my phone, like, while the movie was going. Right. Like, I just, I could, it didn't hold my attention. I can't fucking stand that movie. You think you've experienced a movie on your phone? It's just bullshit. Total fucking bullshit. Who gives a fucking shit how long a scene is? Damn it. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're here with Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. And you know what? I... I'd say a little bit better than the first. Yeah, it definitely has more... Um, more substance. I was going to say more hell action. More than more, that. More Cenobite stuff, even though Pinhead, of course, meets his maker, so to speak. Yeah, it opens red hot with fucking Garrick just solving that puzzle. No, it's, he's not Garrick. I thought he was. Garrick's not... No, Garrick's not in this movie. Garrick died. 
buddy. It opens with a um, out of makeup pinhead uh, solving a puzzle. He's like a Vietnam War guy or something, a British soldier. He solves the puzzle and he gets turned into Pinhead. Oh, that's dumb. It's it has just so that everyone knows, the buddy watched this movie how long ago? <laughs> like, like I mean, Christmas of nineteen. I watched it like right after we finished the last like thirty-one yeah. days. And we were gonna start banking these really early, but then it, it was a busy it was a busy early part of the year. Uh, things are opening up again, buddies were reviewing shit left and fucking right, making new shows, making a whole new channel, so, uh, it just got buried, and, but now we're here, so we're depending on the buddies' limit, uh, limited knowledge of seeing it one time, months ago, my knowledge of seeing it a few times, uh, seeing it uh, numerous times, but, uh, uh, it's been a bit, um, so this one might be quicker, but, uh, this one released, maybe, like, a year after, because the first one was like 87. This isn't. This came out in 88. Oh, wow. Um, so they really rushed it. And then there were, there were some budget issues. Like they were supposed to have a bigger budget and more time. But as things tend to go, the budget got hacked. And the time they had got hacked. So there were a lot of things that they wanted to do effects-wise that they weren't able to. Um, Still a to me, though. Yeah, uh, I had... Doug Bradley's talked about it. I think when they when they had this on, um, they did the last drive in. I know, buddy. I'm just uh, just because I've heard talk about it, so I have things. Uh, he detailed like numerous scenes that I I can't remember at the time that they were gonna shoot, uh, which sounded awesome. It's like the Event Horizon thing, where well that one got cut because of gore and stuff. But like I want to fucking see the scenes that were shot and weren't put in. Yeah, I want to see the scenes that were too bad. Yeah, I've only ever seen, like, 15 seconds of, like, 180p quality video, because that's all that exists. Like, they, uh, I guess there's no, they don't have the film or something anymore that doesn't, it doesn't exist anywhere. Um, so they say, until, you know, the 40th anniversary, they, oh, we found it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that happened with this movie, but... It is like the buddy said. It is still uh, an engaging story. Kirsty is back, beautiful as ever. Uh, red hot that she's in the loony bin because uh, the <laughs> way the first one. It. But the way the first one ended, her and her boyfriend were fine. Like they were, they saw that the box demon, I guess, fly away, and everything was fine and happy. Uh, but she wakes up screaming and tied to like some fucking well, crazy house and. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, well, I, okay. I can explain. Well, well, one thing, their fucking house is a bloodbath. And when they asked her what the fuck happened, she started saying demons showed up. So. Well, but she's, it's the truth, though. Like, at the end of Child's Play, everybody's fine. But in all the other sequels, his mom's in the loony bin. Yeah, because they had to fucking explain what the fuck happened. And they said a doll came to life. So they're in a loony bin. <laughs> yeah, but that cop asshole never backed him up. He was like, all right, I'm done with you guys. She should have done the same thing. Just, oh, I don't know. No one's gonna believe you. God damn it! God, unless the fucking doll is standing there yelling at you, no one's gonna believe you. Um. So yeah, same thing going on here. Um. We have Claire Higgins back as uh, Julia is her character's name. Did the buddy expect to see her back? Uh, honestly, not really. She was way more fucking villainous this time too. Uh, so. She's kind of the villain of the first one, too. 
Her and Frank. Yeah, she was a bitch. But, like, yeah, it was mostly Frank, not her. It was both of them. Well, she was a bad person because she wanted to fuck him and be with him rather than fucking Garrick. She was killing people. (laughs) For him. Because she loved him. Yeah, still killing people. Anyways. uh, Oh, that's why I think it's familiar. (laughs) The the one I thought was uh, Wong. Uh, yeah. The only thing I've seen him in was now Train of Hassan, but he's in the Eternals movie. That's why his fucking face looked familiar. Uh, yeah, preview for day two, everybody. He's Gilgamesh. Okay. Buddy, where's uh? Oh god damn it! I can't think of the name right now. Fuck. Uh. Uh, where's Beelzebub? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like another like devil name. Is this Gilgamesh is... like a demon? Gilgamesh is like a fucking old. Story. That's what I'm saying. But it's isn't it a demon? Balloon. Whatever. No. I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. Uh. So yeah, this. Uh, it's the do- her doctor. He really wants that fucking mattress. Like. Gilgamesh, he... a major hero in ancient Mesopotamian mythology, and the protagonist of the epic of Gilgamesh. Oh. Yeah, it was an old, it's an old thing. Well, it sounds like a demon name. Like, there's another demon name that starts with like a G. Well, he's the hero, in fact. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, Gaten. Um... Uh. <laughs> so, alright. Uh, in this story, we see... Let me find the, the... There's a doctor, Dr. Chenard, who's, like, the head of this, um, psych ward, who we learn is a little bit obsessed with the lament configuration and finding out just what is beyond that door. Yeah, so he gets the mattress and uh, kind of obtain. I forget how he obtains it, but he gets it like, you know, not a good way. And, and then uh, probably like he he said he needed it because he wants to do some kind of therapy on Kirsty because it's the it's the mattress where like her uh, Julia died. So it's all yeah. covered in blood. Yeah, it has, like, blood stain on there. And so I think he was trying to figure out, like, how to, like, use it or or figure something out. And I think he ends up cutting himself and, like, a blood drop fell, like, on the mattress. Mm-mm. And then, like, these cool things, just like the first one with, like, the body getting remade. There was a cool effect, I think, of, like, the skeleton coming out of the bed or morphing out of the bed or some shit. Yes. Here's, like, that was pretty cool. Here's what they did. Um... To really set up the fact that this doctor sucks, he convinced a uh, he got a mentally ill patient who constantly feels like he has bugs in his skin. <laughs> takes, oh, the right. patient, takes the patient out, puts the patient on the mattress. Who, by the way, that patient uh, was the skinny actor who played the uh, skinless Frank in the first one. Oh, that's a fun fact. Fun fact, everybody. But he's full of them. Um, uh-huh. And he gives them a straight razor and just backs away. So you have this really nasty scene of this guy just fucking cutting in his flesh, cutting all over him. So get the fucking bugs out. Um, he bleeds all over the mattress. And like you said, just like in the first one, because the blood on, I guess, where somebody was the like, taken or, was, yeah, was died, re- revitalizes them and lets them break free. So like the arms like bust out of the bed and like she pulls them in. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. Um. And then a skinless Julia appears, and the doctor's just like, oh, f- oh fuck yeah, this rules. It does yeah. work. And uh, at this time, didn't somebody, wasn't somebody hiding behind the curtain witnessing this? Yeah, it was like a doctor at the psych ward who 
became like friendly with Kirsty, and she was saying stuff. I think she was suspecting him too. So he was like investigating his house, and that's when the doctor came home uh, and was doing with Julian was doing all this crazy shit. Yeah, that's right. And so he was like quiet behind the uh, curtains, just like uh, like, like trying uh-huh. to. And, right, so uh, he goes and frees Kirsty, who they also take this new character. Um, she's like a. Uh, she's. I don't think she says a word in the movie. She's like a mute or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a puzzle solver, though. Like she has one of those those brains that's just like she could solve any fucking puzzle. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So they they uh. His his plan is to give her to give the puzzle solver the doctor's plan is to give the puzzle solver girl the Lamet configuration, let her open it up so that he can go in, and eventually he does do that. Yeah. So it has been, yeah, it's been a minute. I'm trying to figure like the right pacing. There's a nasty scene where he's like making out. The doctor's making out with the skinless Julia. Oh, pretty good. Getting his blood all over his white clothes. Pretty good. She, he, of course, he gives her like wraps, and they're all white, so they're just covered with blood. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you know, she gets all completed. There's a really cool scene. I forget. I forget what happened. I forget yeah. what led up. <laughs> I forget what led up to it, but there was a scene where she's in her room and like a, the cement opens up for like a doorway, and so she's like, "Like, all right, here we go again." And so like she goes down it; it's like a long concrete hallway. But then at the end of it, it's like this weird fucked up creature that was kind of cool. And it's like a weird, like uh, it's like a not a spider, not a scorpion. I forget what it, it was. Just a weird fucked up thing, and she had like run away from it. Which, you know, making it run looked bad, but still, it was pretty sure. fucking cool. And then, like, she got to her room, and then she, like, turns around, and it's just a wall. And it's like, oh, fuck, like, it's starting. It's going crazy. Yeah, so, because they basically enter what is, you know, supposed to be hell, but it's like this big labyrinth. It's not red and fiery. I love I love weird depictions of hell. I like, kinda, I like it being, like, a weird maze. It makes sense, because you're not supposed to find your way out of it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, Wander for eternity, burning. Um, let's see, I don't see a budget here. I guess probably because there's weird shit about it, so no one really knows. But the box office was about twelve million. It's not great. Uh, but I bet the budget was was not that. I'll tell you that. Um, maybe two, maybe. Uh, the story was by Clive Barker. It was directed by a guy named Tony Randall who has not done a lot of things, but he did do the rework of The Return of Godzilla into an English version, uh, which was Godzilla 1985. Um, He he supervised the production of the first movie, and he directed the live-action adaptation of the manga Fist of the North Star. That that sounds familiar. Then he also directed a Fangoria movie called Children of the Night in 91, and that was it. He gave up directing. Well, at least he did this. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Clyde Barker was doing... He was busy with something else. I'm not sure. Maybe... I don't know what he was doing. Because this is his baby. Let me check his uh, thing. Probably making, that, probably making that one video game. <sighs> not game? yet. Jericho? He might have been doing... Uh, no, no, that's not what it's called. He did do a... It's, it's a Clive Barker something. Yeah, it, it was a game. I, I wasn't sure. No, I know, I know what you're talking about. 
Like it had a cool concept because like the the soldiers had a power. It was like, Jericho. Oh, it was oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Clive Barker's Jericho is a horror first-person shooter video game produced by Clive Barker. Game was yeah. released for Windows, PS3, and Xbox 360 in 2007. It, it didn't do great. Uh, I think no, the I didn't, controls I didn't play that, it. but like this, I'm you know, if I was to play it, it would be for story because he writes good stories. So, mm. uh, it, God, can you imagine if Bioshock had like a great story, but then like shitty gameplay? Oh God! Right. Well, some people say like that's infinite. Oh, but they don't, they don't about. like the gameplay. I don't, I don't get it either. Uh, the only thing I could think of was me and other you when we were younger. Uh, you remember that game that was supposed to come out? I think it was called Oh shit, Turning Point or something Liberty Turning Point. Yeah, yeah the alternate future or the alternate. Yeah, film. it was a first. Yeah, it was a first person game. Where the Nazis ended up winning, so, like, they attacked New York, and you had to, like, fight them off. Like, all the art was cool. Like, it came with a fucking um, poster that had the White House with, like, Nazi banners and, and Nazis in front. And, like, it had an alternate history on the back of, like, uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, Winston Churchill, like, ki- getting killed in New York because he looked the wrong way before crossing the street because, you know, England. And mm-hmm. um, everything about it sounded awesome, but, like, the gameplay was so bad and it was like ah like because other you bought it and he returned it like the same day he's like i can't play it and i'm like fuck it sounded so cool though <laughs> it's like returnal huh oh, buddy you fucking know it <laughs> you redux on that i uninstalled that so fast i was i was fucking done <laughs> all right well anyway as, as they're going through the labyrinth christy comes upon this one it's just it's this one room where like these weird shells keep like coming out of the wall and going back in and they have like bodies covered with some kind of like a weird wrap there's in a lot the of weird place? huh in the mental place no in hell when they're in, oh. in hell in the labyrinth um it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's only way i could describe it and she we, uh, we the actor who played frank actually returned um for a couple scenes because he's he died again he got taken back and she's there, and he's like, and I think he says, "Come to daddy again," or something. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his niece or something, right? Like, yes. He's. I think he got like, he got weirdly like, he's like, is he gonna fuck her? Because it got he weirdly like, where he was like, "You're gonna help me escape," or you're like grabbing her and shit like that. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Buddy would have liked that. Yeah, buddy, a little bit. Um. So then, <laughs> uh, at the same, uh, the doctor finally, I think, got the puzzle to get solved. From the girl, I think. Yeah, yeah. They he solved it, and so they they went through him and Julia, and then that's when Kirsty like, because I think the girl ran in there too, so Kirsty went after her. Um, because the doctor wants to like see everything. Um, yeah. And that- so he gets taken to the epicenter of this labyrinth, which with with uh, the Leviathan is basically the name of the the devil, quote unquote here. Yeah. Which you never um, really saw, right? Just like no, but that that was one of the things that they w- were going to do. There was going to be a lot more with that, but they had mm. no more budget. They like, like, because they they thought they were going to have some more, and so they were using what they had, and then they were like, oh, actually, no, we're actually not going to send anymore. So like, what? But the <laughs> we have all these scenes. God damn it! Yeah. Um. But uh, the good doctor got what he wanted. He got turned into a Cenobite. I thought, because I think 
it, it, there was stuff floating around. So like a box or a box came up or got placed down. I forget what. And like, I think she was like, you know, go, go inside. So he like went inside and then like barbar started wrapping around him, like his head, his body and everything. And he's like screaming. And then I think it like took him away. And I was like, Oh, so he did all that to fucking just die. I was yeah. like, Oh, smart guy. But then like, I think then the stuff with Frank happened or something, but then like, the box came back or whatever, or it opened, and then he was like a full-on Cenobite, which he was like attached to like, he flew a lot, so he was attached to like a tentacle or something, right? Yeah, he's like attached to the Leviathan, like he just kind of liked him, like, oh, you really enjoy this, don't you? Because when he came up, he said, he's, oh, oh, fuck, what was the line? It was so awesome. Oh, yeah, so he comes out, he's like fully Cenobite now, he like walks out, and he's looking like, fuck yeah, I'm big and bad, and he goes, and to think, I hesitated. It's like, oh, fuck yeah! God damn it. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, and then there he would, like, chase them, and he's just, like, floating everywhere, and it's, like, fucking badass. Yeah. It's, like, pulling, pushing him along. It is, like, a little goofy, because he's got, like, his weird little, like, penis fingers, and he's, like, ugh, like, he's got my fingers out, but he's, like, also, like, floating. It was kind of funny. <laughs> sometimes it looked good, sometimes it didn't. Um, so yeah, he starts chasing them throughout the rest of the movie, and this is where it gets like kind of fuzzy. I remember the fake out thing with Julia, like because Chrissy's fighting with Julia or something, because some I think there's like a big wind, and so Julia's like holding on, but then she like fucking falls out of her skin. Oh yeah, and it pops me off, and then Julia shows up again to help uh, the mute girl out, and so it's like, well, wait, why is her arm falling off again? And she pulls her up, and then she fucking pulls off the, her, the, the Julia skin, and it's cursed. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, she was just right. up in the skin to trick the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then it wasn't, didn't, didn't she make an agreement with the, I don't know, that was in the first one, huh? That he, the, he got Perfect. tricked. And he, because I thought, because Pinhead had to show up again, right? I thought he, she summoned him again to, like, get Julia this time. Yeah, he, he, she summoned all of them again. But she was saying, because she was, like, already there in, uh, in the lab. And she she started telling about the doctor. And they were like, you know, you've, you fooled us once before. It's not going to happen. And then the fucking doctor does show up. And so the Cenobites start, like, basically trying to kill him. But he's killing all of them. Um, and he, like, attacks Pinhead. And Pinhead changes into, like, his human form. And then gets killed. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. And they're, I mean, they're basically dead. The sequels, I don't, I don't know how much involvement Clive Barker had. He's listed as a producer, but that could just mean anything. He doesn't yeah. actually have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. His, he just puts, puts a little money in to get money back. It's his story, right? Yeah. So he's going to be a producer on all of them. But I mean, Bradley, uh, whatever, something Bradley, whatever, Pinhead, like he was in a majority of these. Like the last three or four had been someone else, but he was in like the first like four yeah. or five. Third one. Um, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, starring uh, Jadzia, Jadzia Dex. Um, oh, fuck yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, so now that everybody knows who she is, I bet he wants to watch Hellraiser 3, huh? I sure do. That one's more straight up, like, pinhead destroying things. That's kind of like, I bet people who know the name Hellraiser think Hellraiser 3 is exactly like what all the movies are. Uh, and not the first two aren't, but 3 and on kind of are. It's it, He turns into a slasher, which is... I mean, it's kind of cool. Uh, I think the buddy would like probably like Hellraiser three. Hellraiser three is definitely the best of the post Hellbound movies. Oh really? 
and it falls off hard from there. Like one, two, and three are pretty good. Like one, one and two are great. Three is pretty good. Four is, mm, and then the other ones are just wow. <laughs> that is the yeah, that's the progression of the Hellraiser series. So we'll probably do three at some point, maybe this year, maybe next year. I don't know, but that'll probably be it. Gotta find out where it's at, oh, buddy. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch the other ones. We gotta watch them all. Gotta no. watch them all. God damn it. Uh, I did like this one though. I so it's. Uh, I think uh, did the buddy think that I would like this, or did you think I'd be like? Uh, I honestly thought because it's so weird. Because this one's weird. Like the first one, it's a little straightforward. Pretty, fairly straightforward, yeah. Definitely some gory bits and stuff and cool shit happening. But this one's like they're in hell and there's this weird labyrinth. Fucking Julia's there. Weird shit's happening. I didn't. I wasn't sure you would, but I'm. But I'm glad the buddy did. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, a little, little, little more appreciation for the older movies, because you know how the buddy hates older movies. Oh, yeah, I know. Buddy's well aware of it. God, like that fucking 1930s bullshit you made me fucking watch that I fell asleep on. Uh, the old Dark House? Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I it's just remember to see where we've come. Yeah, I just remember popping off in the beginning when that Jeep was bouncing so much on that road. No, yeah, I know. Um, I actually have the first Frankenstein movie on my YouTube TV. I have not seen the original Frankenstein, but I'm going to. Oh, Jesus. It was on a, a T, TCM on TV. I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, oh, the Turner Classic. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's actually a couple old movies I have on there right now on the list mm. that I I passed by you and you said, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, let me see what they are. Because I even said it's from this year. And you're like, okay. But yeah, no, I original, the original House on Haunted Hill in 1959 and the original oh, 13 Ghosts, 1960. I do, I do want to know that because I know the newer ones. I do want to see what their oh. horror was. Don't expect to see a, a titty ghost. No, well, I, know. no I know that. Yeah, the 13 Ghosts, I'm interested in seeing how they're going to do the uh, the 13 of them. But then also, because they're both black and white. But then House on Haunted Hill, I'm interested in seeing that because I really like the remake. The original House of Wax is actually really good. That's what I heard. Yeah. The only thing I, the only thing I, I think I heard that I liked from the new one was that like people got to see Paris Hilton die. <laughs> that was the that was the selling point. That's what got me in the door. God damn it. <laughs> I will say, but another movie that's fucking amazing, Tourist Trap. Uh, <laughs> Alright, Yeah. Two thumbs up for uh, Hellraiser. Fuck yeah! Great start off to the, another great month. Yeah, hopefully this year is just as good as that one year where the buddy just had banger after fucking banger. But I got some good fucking shit on here. Well, we'll see. And I got we'll big s- movies. I got small movies. I got old movies. I got movies with like big, you know, A-list stars in it. And we'll see you at the scary movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time.
Fuck yeah. yeah.